This is an ABC podcast. From Jabutasaurus to Conqueraptor and Marshasaurus to Minmai, it's time to pit two prehistoric pals head to head in the greatest race of all time. Welcome to the Dino Every week, we watch two dinos race to the finish line, but it's not straightforward. The landscape is always a surprise. From creepy caves to gargantuan gorges, anything goes in the Dino Dome. I'm your host, Amanda Shalala, but I couldn't commentate without help from the Mesozoic Master and Dino Dome Factosaurus, Tim Richards. Raring to rumble, Amanda. Let's get ready to rumble! From the late Cretaceous, it's as long as a hippo, as tall as a doorway, and as heavy as a rhino. It's a dino with a dome on top of its noggin. Put your hands together for the North American plant eater, Pachycephalosaurus! It's as long as two motorbikes, as tall as a rhino, and as heavy as a polar bear. It's a dino with not one, but two bony crests on its head. Give it up for the meat eater from the US of A. Dilophosaurus! A couple of cool craniums, Tim. Indeed. Pachycephalosaurus means thick-headed lizard in Greek. Oh, let's call old thick-head Pack. Uh, okay. And Dilophosaurus means double-crested lizard. Ooh, let's call her Dillo. But who do you think will take today's Dino Dome Cup, Tim? Dillo's a little longer and taller, but lighter than Pack. She's a powerful runner and has the speed advantage. Pack, on the other hand, has a very hard head. That dome is thicker than a brick, so brute force is on her side. I know what you're going to say next. It all depends on the terrain. Let's take a look. Got your brolly, Tim? Oh, look at the size of those trees. I think they're Kapox, common in South America. And those vines, they're twisting and tangling, practically strangling the trees. We're in a dense, wet jungle. Is that a creek behind the Kapox? More like a swamp. The water's stagnant, but full of vegetation and... Rats! Hmm, that's too big for rats. It's hard to say from here. Maybe megafauna of some sort. Is that a hole in the ground? Ah, an underground cave. The the finish line must be on the other side, but I can't make it out. It's a jungle out there. Today's race starts with a run through the rain and an obstacle course of vines and enormous kapok trees. Then a swim all wade through a potentially rat-infested swamp and some deep, dark caving at the finish. (laughs) It's almost like a Triassic triathlon. No, Tim. Pax Cretaceous and Dillo's Jurassic, remember? 
Nice one. Right you up. Our dinos are at the starting line. On your marks. Get set. Dinos go! Both dinos are off. But not to the fastest of starts, Tim. No, it's tricky in this thick vegetation for our bipedal races. Well, that means they run on two legs. But Pax a little slower. She's not quite upright. Yeah, she looks like she's about to tip over. Dillo's two-legged technique does seem to be better right now. She's springing ahead, hurdling over the twisty tree roots. Dillo has muscular thighs and is quite light on her feet. Handy for hunting. Taking a tumble over a tree root. It must be slippery down there in all that rain. Up you get, Pack. Dillo's not too far ahead. Do you think she can catch up? Pack's not quite as light and quick as Dillo, but don't discount her. She has powerful legs as well and strong, three-toed, clawed feet. And she's up. That's the spirit, Pack. Dillo is powering ahead, though. She's ducking and weaving and... Oh, I know why she's so determined. Why? She's a carnivore, remember? And you know what's up ahead. Oh, swamp rats. Dillo has a keen sense of smell, so I bet she's picked up their scent, even in this downpour. When Dillo swerves around that kapok tree, she'll be headed straight for the rodents. I do not like the sound of that. Here comes Pack, increasing her pace. <laughs> Dillo's down! She was too focused on the whiff of food and tripped on that vine. She looks a little tangled up. And here comes Pack, overtaking Dillo while she's down. Pack's running around the kapok. And straight to the swamp. OK, let's send some cameras down to take a closer look at our furry friends. Or maybe their foes lurking in the water. You, Tim! Rats! Giant rats! Rodents, yes. But these aren't rats. They're capybaras. They're modern-day mammals found in South America. They look a bit like a guinea pig, but they can grow as big as a sheep. And they're stellar swimmers. Speaking of swimming, Pack has reached the swamp bank. Is she going to be able to make it across? There's no evidence of Pack swimming. But she could probably wade through water. There's no current and it doesn't look too deep. She's hesitating. Meanwhile, Dillo's still caught in those vines. Come on, Dillo, pass up the swamp already. Pack's watching the capybaras for guidance, but oh no, they're um eating. Pack, I wouldn't copy the capybaras if I were you. I know, right? What is with our dinos stopping for snacks in the middle of races? It's not that, it's what's on the menu. Huh? Capybaras are herbies like Pack. Yes, but they also like to eat their own poo. One of the capybaras has jumped into the swamp. And Pack's following. Steer clear of that capybara, Pack. I suspect it has very smelly breath. <laughs> 
The rest of the capybaras are jumping in the swamp too. I can see why. Dillo has freed herself from the vines and reached the swamp. The capybaras want to get out of that meat eater's way. I don't know if Dillo will stay on track or go for the oversized rodents. Watch out, capybaras. Dillo might spit venom at you. What? You know, I saw her do it in the movie, Jurassic Park. It's all fiction, totally made up. Dilophosaurus most certainly did not spit venom. In fact, there's no evidence that any dinosaur anywhere in their 165 million year reign on Earth used venom for anything. Oh, really? That would have been so cool. Oh. Dillo's chasing the capybaras. Just follow Pack, Dillo. She's almost to the other side of the swamp. Dillo's in the drink. Tim, can she swim? Some paleontologists think Dillo's jaws and interlocking teeth, which are a bit like today's crocs, would have made her a fish eater. So, yeah, it's probably safe to assume that she'd at least be comfortable around the water. Pax reached the other side and is about to climb out. And those capybaras are bailing too. They want to get out of Dillo's way. Except for that one over there. Oh, she's a cutie. She's smaller than the rest and she's struggling to climb up the bank. Dillo's gaining on her. What? Pax back in the water. She... She's heading for the stuck capybara. Well, here comes Dillo. Pax nudging the capybara with her dome. <laughs> She's helping the rodent out of the water and potentially out of Dillo's clutches. Pax, what a helpful herbie you are. But the distraction has cost her. Dillo's reached the other side of the swamp. She's back on land and has edged ahead. There's only one place left to go. The, the underground, underground cave. cave. Let's get that camera into the hole. Whoa, it is dark. Let's switch to night vision so we can see our creatures. <laughs> Dillo has walked straight into a wall. Dillo's eyesight is not the best. Her eyes aren't forward facing. Hacks in the cave too. What about her, Tim? Can she see? Well, very well. Pack's eyes are large and face forward. She'll definitely have the advantage down here. So why did she just headbutt the wall then? Uh, her eyes must be adjusting. Maybe she's using her round dome like a battering ram. Her skull is 40 times thicker than yours or mine. But she didn't use it for ramming with force. Her neck wouldn't have been able to handle that impact. So I don't think Pack should be headbutting that hard cave wall. Oops! Pack's caught up with Dillo and headbutting her in the bus. Yes. Instead of bumping her head into other dinos' heads, it's thought that she would have charged at her rivals from the side or behind, striking the flank or but So Pat could headbutt Dillo's butt all the way to the finish line. Oh, hang on. What's that light up ahead? The dinosaurs have seen it and are moving closer. I think it's... Glowworms. 
Their bioluminescence is lighting the way. The dinosaurs are heading through the tunnel towards a curtain of vines. I think the finish line is just on the other side, but it's so dense. How are they going to get through this thicket? It's Pat's time to shine. We get so caught up admiring her dome that we forget about her terrific teeth. Pack has typical leaf-eating teeth in her beak, but see her cheeks? Yeah, they're kind of puffy. They're filled with even more teeth, and they're helping her grind those extra tough vines. <laughs> Look at her go! Meanwhile, Dillo's gazing at the glowworms. They are eye-catching. Oh, I see some light shining through the veil of vines. Pax chewing her way through. She's creating a gap and... Dillo's left through the middle. Cunning. She's too quick. And there's the finish line. Just one big stride. And Dillo has yeah. leapt across in first place. Leaving Pack with second place and a mouthful of foliage. That's got to be tough to swallow. I'll run our domers through an action replay while you head down for the trophy prezzo, Amanda. It was a slippery start in the jungle as both dinos slipped and tripped among tangled vines and twisted trees. Pack edged ahead to reach the swamp first. There, she was greeted by some capybaras who couldn't convince her to feast on feces, but did show her how to get across the water. Dillo came for a capybara, but Pack used her delightful dome to nudge it out of harm's way. Dillo got into the underground cave first, where both dinos bumped their way through the darkness. Glowworms lit the way to a vine-covered finish line where Pack chopped through the curtain, creating a gap for Dillo to leap over the finish line first. Thanks, Tim. I'm here by the swamp with the winner and about to hand over the coveted cup. Whoops! It's been intercepted by a capybara. Well, go and grab it. As uh, cute as they are, I might leave the trophy with old poo breath for now. Fair enough. Join us for next week's race. Who will it be and what landscape will we see? No dinosaurs were harmed in the making of Dinodome, as they're all extinct. Therefore, all sounds in Dinodome were made by humans and animals, including vultures, emus, camels and goats. Yes, goats.